But last time we talked a lot about, you know, you were, you surprised me mm-hmm. and told me you're on food stamps, <laughs> which we weren't aware of. No, well, we were, no, we did not. He called me immediately. Yeah, well, I, I should have, like, what? You know, like, what? When she signed up and she asked if she can pay with food stamps, that should have been <laughs> your first clue. Yeah. Like, you're like, huh. you're like uh, I'm gonna have to check into that. But I could. Jay was Jay was gonna try to figure out a deal. I was just I like, might be able do, to make this I texted you. I was like, "Do we accept food stamps?" Welcome to the best hour of their day podcast with your host Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. All right. In this episode of Best Hour, we're going to talk about pyramids. <laughs> Last episode was uh, dads. Dads talking. Also, no, dudes talking dads. Dudes talking dads. Today we're going to talk pyramids, aliens, and Africa. Ge- geometry. And Which China. is not South America. Not South America. In fact, it's not. But we have two special guests. We're here in Austin, Texas. Are you referring to us? We are special. <laughs> and we are in Austin, Texas, the weekend of the Rogue Invitational. Jen and Amanda, who many of the listeners may remember, Bombshell CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So if you go back, maybe, I don't know, 50 episodes-ish. Maybe, maybe not wow. even that many. I have to go back and look. Jen is the box owner. We call it from food stamps. To motorcycles. To motorcycles. Mm-hmm. How's the motorcycle coming? I mean, it's still in the works, but... It'll be there. 2022, it'll be there. We were just talking one wheels. Amanda got a one wheel. I'm a little I mean, nervous for her. Don't do it, Amanda. Fern wiped out, and he is a former regional athlete. So he's athletic, Division One and basketball I was about player. I say, Division One basketball player. Yeah, so, I mean, you can imagine if he could wipe out what the average person could do. And he had a sub three Fran. 234. I mean, I'm still waiting for my invitation to the legends. Yeah, uh, I know. Until, What's up with that? We're boycotting. Let's have a sign up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We want for we yeah. went for <laughs> who's this spiel guy. Um, so, and you guys are in town volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How's that been so far? That's been pretty it's been awesome. Good. Yeah. The real, the real show starts tomorrow. So yeah. Special assignments. Yep. Did you have to do anything special to earn that assignment? No. Apply. Yeah. Get chosen. How, did you did you say hey I want special assignments versus mm. judging? No. Well, they had us fill out. We had uh, first, form. second, third pick. We picked equipment first, obviously. Oh, you get, don't want to do we equipment. Didn't get, we didn't get chosen for it. So. <laughs> no, equipment's no. like just that's just slave labor. Yeah, I thought about doing medical, not actual but... slave labor. Everybody. I'm yeah, sorry. she <laughs> thought about doing medical, but then I was like, well, you'll be by yourself. What kind of I'm nurse are you, man? Working the ER. Okay. Are you are you a nurse? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. so I thought. Um, and then I don't remember what our second choice was. I can't remember. I think special assignments was actually like our third choice. So and you got it. Yeah, and you got, got it. it. But Rogue's taking good care of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. They've been awesome. Great time so far. Yeah. So and how far of a drive was it from Bombshell? Three uh, hours from our area, about three-ish hours. Just a little over three. So All right. bad. Well, let's talk a little differently than last time. Last time we had you on, both of you, you know, for, and for the listeners, Jen's the owner, 100% mm-hmm. owner, correct? Yep. Amanda's kind of your right-hand woman. Yep. Full, full-time nurse, but does this on the side. She was at most of our meetings. She mm-hmm. continues to, to come in. But last time we talked a lot about, you know, you were, you surprised me mm-hmm. 
and told me you're on food stamps, which we weren't aware of. <laughs> no, well, we were, no, we did not. He called me immediately. Yeah, well, I, was I should like, have, what? You know, like what? When she signed up and she asked if she can pay with food stamps, that should have been <laughs> your first clue. Yeah, like, and like, you're huh. like, um, I'm gonna have to check into that. But <laughs> I could. Jay was Jay was gonna try to figure out a deal. I was just like, like I, do, I text work. you. I was like, do we accept food stamps? So like, <laughs> he said, just just no Fern, IOUs. Fern doesn't yeah, accept no. anything from the government. So he did not. He's like, no, accept them. But you know, you went from food stamps to you know a thriving business. But recently, you really put a lot of new things into play. Yeah. And one of my recent responses to you was, "Congrats, you have a business." Yeah. So, how a how does that feel? Oh, like night and day compared to before I got on with you guys. I mean. She knows. I mean, you know that I was probably about that close to deciding to throw the towel in and shut the doors. Um, so to turn it all around and to have it actually a profitable business now and to keep seeing progress and to know that there's only one way to go and it's up. What was your What was your biggest struggle of like, let's say 18 months ago? I would say retention. Okay. Keeping people in the door. Really? That was, you th- think, your biggest struggle? Because, mm-hmm. well, I mean, in financial. That in financial. I don't well, think. But it, they're kind of one of the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I, th- I feel like uh, there was, I mean, we still have our, what we call our OGs. There's not a lot around. I mean, I would say there's maybe like 10 people that were there year one. Um, but I feel like right now our community is probably stronger than it's ever been. Um, and I just feel like, there was a lot of people like a foot in foot out. I mean, putting things in place like membership agreements and that kind of stuff, I think really solidifies people wanting to stay. Like they know they're making a commitment um, versus people that are month to month that you're like, God, I hope they stay next month. You know, you're just keeping your fingers crossed. Whereas people that sign up for the six month and the 12 month that, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be long-term clients beyond that six month and that 12 month mark. What was the response on that? You know, you went from, a, just a complete rate overhaul mm-hmm. from day one, right? Like where we brought all the rates, kind of consolidated mm-hmm. them. So everybody or many people got an increase. Mm-hmm. And that was a year ago. Yeah, it was basically January of this year. Of this year. Mm-hmm. And then just ten, recently, ten months, yeah. you know, and then we also then made them contracts. So what was mm-hmm. the response there? Because a lot of boxes are equally afraid of increases as contracts. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know on Monday when it rolls out. <laughs> well, so far it's been good. I mean, but you've sent the email. Out. Yeah, yeah. And what was I? I always tell people that angry people don't wait to respond. Yeah. So the people that are going to be angry, you'll gonna, get them within twelve hours. Yeah. If that, it's like an immediate, like impulsive response. The people, and then it's easy to only cling to those where it's like the ninety, a hundred people that aren't responding are just accepting it and think it's fine. Mm-hmm. So when you sent it out. How many responses? I mean, most of them were, yeah, sign me up for the 12 month. Keep me at the rate that I'm at. Um, and I only had a couple that were just inquisitive, a little bit like, oh, just I don't fair. know if I really understand yeah. this. And then only like really uh, one or two that were like, oh, no, this is not the direction I want to go. And I'm like, fair enough, you know, and offered to sit down and talk to them one on one kind of a thing and try to see if, you know, giving them a little bit more clarification would keep them, you know coming on but um for the most part i mean nobody's really had a huge issue with it i mean it's been a really overall good response um i think people know that 
we have a really good thing going on at the gym. I mean, like I said, the community just keeps getting stronger and stronger and, um, people want to stay, they're having fun and that's what it's about. I mean, they're enjoying themselves and I really feel like we have a great coaching staff as well. Um, unfortunately we just lost one. We lost Ryan to the Marines. So, um, he left for basic, um, Monday. Um, but, uh, he's having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) We have literally, I think mentally, I don't think think anybody can prepare anybody for Paris Uh, Island. No, I know we we were like, dude, we've tried so hard. We've just like harassed you for the last three years. (laughs) We're like, keep your head down. Just keep your mouth shut. Just do what they tell you to do. You'll make it. You you say retention was maybe your weakness. Mm -hmm. How bad was it? Um, it's not that it was horrible. It's just, it was lacking inconsistent. Yeah. I guess you could say, I would say every month. I mean, I was least losing, but we, I mean, we'd have people that would do the punch cards and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it, punch cards. Killed me. It wasn't oh. shocking when they would want to quit. Cause they, we've seen them once in the last two months, you know, like it's like that type of situation and nobody that if people were coming in and coming consistently, that was not the problem. It was the people that bought punch cards or two days a week. And then yeah, they just never because I had never as low committed. as two days a week. That's so. interesting because we just did a podcast with Jeremy Thielen. He talked about he has a two day a week and no. an unlimited. But this is the exact problem, right? Most boxes that offer a limited membership, it's just like, okay, it's limited. You'll pay less. What he was saying is there's a lot of accountability to make sure they're coming in for those two oh, days. Yeah. We, we, he had a, a pretty significant portion of the membership on those, which was higher than I thought he was going to say. Because I, I, I imagine it was more like, hey, I'm going to see you Tuesday, Thursday, 6 p.m. class. And then when you don't see them, you're on top of them versus with a, with a lot of other people, they just treat them like a regular unlimited mm-hmm. member, but and yeah. with minimal follow-up. What do you, so in that whole process, when you, you know, obviously you said retention was your kind of your biggest struggle, but if you could kind of take us back to that time period, what's mm-hmm. different now than 10 months ago, like as far as like oh. what you feel like you have control of and Honestly, she, on, on more time, like, oh, yeah, more coaches on staff. So that's she has that. more time to, you know, actually, when she was coaching every class every day, there's no time to follow up with people who are absent. Or- so let me go back a second. More time. Yeah. More money. Mm-hmm. More fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. More retention. Mm-hmm. More coaches. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, that sounds like crazy. But I think, you know, that, that's a year. That's literally not even a year. Not even. And, and, and for the record, Fern, you know, when, when we first launched, you know, he and I would, would talk often after most of our calls. And I was like, man, this woman, she's like, I, I, I love coaching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, close your gym and go coach somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I said. Like, it doesn't take much to just turn it around. Well, that's not accurate. It was a lot of hard work. Okay. Oh, I'm no, not no, downplaying. No. I'm not downplaying the work, but the point is because it's not years and years and years. The first part of affiliate you uh, was, I was like, my brain just was what? Like, what about it? <laughs> just everything, you know, writing your eulogy and just, it was almost like, I was like, I don't know if I know what I'm doing here. You know, just, it was a lot, but it was great because it makes you dive in deep and so- really realize why you're doing what you're doing and learning how to go the right direction. And there's still things that I feel like I still need to implement and still continue to do better on, but it's, again, it's a process. You can't expect to do all of it because there's so much knowledge that you guys give us 
um, you can't do all of it at one time. Like, well, you'll never be done. No. And that's the whole thing. I I look at, you know, the 180 day journey. Like I feel like I do okay, but I need to do way better at that. And I feel like, again, that helps with client retention, just following up with them at those, you know, those benchmarks. And I think that's where a, like a virtual assistant could possibly help me. And I actually have a client that's kind of offered that I think would be really great at it. She has a really good personality that I think would be really helpful in almost like being a office assistant to kind of do that kind of stuff and follow up with people. The onboarding process that has helped us out tremendously. Um, Were you doing anything before? No. Nothing. Nothing. It's like hopping the class go. Well, we were like, hey, come try out a day or two for free and a day yeah. or two. Like, yeah. no, nothing <laughs> set in stone. Maybe three. No. <laughs> you want another one? <laughs> Here's another one. Here's a free week. Hey, how about that? Like, you know, and there was zero onboarding. I mean, I have um, a question for you. So obviously you're kind of the objective third party here. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually more interested in what you have to say with regard to Jen over the past 10 months and what you've seen with regard to her, the box, and how things are different. Oh, I'm just proud because I've literally been with her since day one and just not just this past year, but the last four years, like the growth she has been as a leader. Because I mean, it was rough the first year or two. I mean, there's no questioning that. I mean, just because she's stressed, you know, opening a business by herself, doing every single aspect of it by herself for probably three years, two, three years. Um, but then whenever she committed with you guys and then just like her willingness to put in the hard work and turn everything around and take the leap and do it all. It's just been amazing to watch and watch how our box has grown since then. What's she like in the box now versus 10 months? She's way stronger. Definitely. <laughs> More time to train. That's, that's, because, that's because of my nutrition. Yeah. yeah. No, true story. Like we looked at a picture the other day of her opening the box. She's, I was like, <gasps> Fern, one of the first calls I had with them in the background. There was McDonald's. No, that was Amanda's. <laughs> I remember like, wait a oh, second. Is that McDonald's? Is that, a, is that a McGriddle back there? Oh. It was a, I think it was a, uh, what are they? I don't even know what they call What are they? The, the shake, a shake. It was a shake. Oh. I can't even think of the name. It was, it was a drink. Oh, you had fries though. You had yeah. some fries. Had fries. The McFlurry. Damn, yeah. McDonald's fries. Now, that doesn't good. happen often, Jay. <laughs> so you, what but, else has changed though? She, you, Joking aside, she has more time to train, but what else have you noticed with her? Um, just literally just the growth and leadership of like actually being an owner, like not just being there to train and coach and have fun, but like actually like taking hold of her business and making it something that can be sustainable for the future. Cause what? it's always been her like passion, her dream, but like, she just, she's great at the coaching side. Like nobody questions that she's awesome. She turns everyone around that comes in, but like the business side, it's just like, she needed help. Yeah. So Fern likes to say, you know, passion has a shelf life and it's a little bit longer for CrossFitters because we're tough. Mm-hmm. What, what kept you waking up every day for three years, literally getting food stamps to pay your own bill? Like, why'd you keep doing like, that's the definition of insanity. I, and really what were you expecting to change? Like what, what was happening? What would go through your mind every day? Honestly, I would be like, it's four o'clock again. <laughs> like, did you hate it or did you still um, have a little bit of the morning? Passion for the it? mornings were hard. I'm not a morning person. So waking up and coaching at five. Well, at the time it was five 30. Now it's a five fifteen class. I was like, oh, you know, I, I would kind of dread that class only because like I 
I'm not an early riser. But I'm, I mean, waking up early but, is terrible regardless. But when you're not making money, it's even it, worse. It became a grind. I mean, I would say it was weighing on me a lot. And I think that point in time where she's the one who told me about you guys. And she was like, look, I really just like, I listened to this podcast. I really feel one like guy's really smart. One guy. Uh, global, <laughs> she's like well, the guy named Fern. She's crazy. like the guy named Fern. Doesn't he know where Africa is. Knows, genius. knows his Not shit. agree with he Africa. <laughs> Pointed at South America <laughs> and thought it was Africa, but it's fine. Something about um, aliens. <laughs> the globe is too big. Yeah. Well, the same thing. I'm like, either they can help you or they'll tell you to stop. Like, cause yeah. What did you think? As, as her best friend, I'm like, you have to change something. Like, what did what you was, think? When what I was your relationship it? before the gym? We didn't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we started training together like soon after I started. Like I'd probably say six months after you started. She started training with me. And yeah. Do you remember me telling you to close down? Because because part of me is like, did I really say that? Like, no, no, no. Or have I just said it to myself? Go close down and go coach and make money somewhere else. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Salary coaching, if that's what you I thought I said it, but you know, sometimes like you. So what was your what did you think when I said that? Honestly, almost like relief for her. Like as it's like a, somebody telling you to put your dog well, down. Like yeah, it's, it's sick. It's, it's okay for you to do. <laughs> yeah, giving you permission. Yeah, she's got so much fight in her that it's like she's not going to just she's going to kill herself before she cuts it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'd run myself into the ground. But what was going to like? What was the end goal when you were on food stamps, waking up at four o'clock every day? Like, Realistically, what, how long do you think you could yeah, sustain that? Maybe so right now, about another year. Uh, you think you had a, a full another year in there? Was Just your be- lease up or something? Like, did you have like no, a thing in mind my, that was my like- lease was actually up not long after long after oh, last summer or no, two summers ago. Yeah. So you just resigned. Yeah, I had a three year and then I just resigned for how long? For two. For another three. For another three. So yeah. were you just kind of like, uh, was like, did you have something? Was it like, okay, I need to either get X amount of members or yeah, some, always what was the had, date where you would close? Mine was, my goal was always like, if I can get to a hundred members, I think I'll be okay. And, and since she's newer, it was always, you know, everyone struggles in their first two years or, and then yeah. it was everyone struggles in their first three years. Yeah. I think that's a, a fallacy that's, that's, that floats around I would agree. the CrossFit community because you don't have to, it doesn't have to be miserable like we've we've and i think that's in small business gyms. in general they're like you're Nina. gonna really struggle no, we have first. multiple i mean we have yeah. i have multiple has 85 people. members 100 and when she opened three months ago she's been open for 90 days wow. uh no it was 150 it was just sorry it was just shy of six months five yeah five months wow <clears throat> how many members were you at at the time maybe when I, when we had our call I would say maybe what 60, 60 maybe and held on to them through the COVID right, shutdown. So not, thank you God. weren't like completely being <sighs> irrational to get to a hundred. I mean, you were at 60. No, but it was just like that. Never, that number never went up. So, you so, know what I'm saying? It just kind of sat there because it was like, we go to gain and lose, gain and lose, gain and lose. Three out, three out, three in, three out. Exactly. Three in. What you, when we first talked, one of the first, like we always tell people like affiliate you, there's a curriculum but mm-hmm. we do bounce around based on your needs. Mm-hmm. And and one of the first things we attacked was the discounted rates. Mm-hmm. What was that? What are <laughs> there, you laughing at, Amanda? Just the amount of people. Oh, my God. Way. When I looked at it, I was Did like. Did you have any idea? No, because I have a bleeding heart. I mean, I okay. Most people Turns look at me and they're like. 
It's true. <laughs> like, Save the I, I can, I, most people kind of look at me and like think, you know, I'm kind of a hard ass, but really, I'm, I'm it's just, just kind short of, hair. I know, right? I have people a say the same about me. I know, right? <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I, and it's I think like, most CrossFitters actually have that. I really them. do. And what? Somebody would like, like a heart, like, and be like, like I just help love people. it. It's probably no different yeah. than being a nurse, right? Like you don't get into nursing for the money and you don't get into CrossFit originally, at mm-hmm. least for the money. No. And, you know, at some point we like Fern said, like, oh, we, we, we believe we can't make yeah. money, but you do it because you love it. Yeah. I mean, it was me. I was like, I love it. I want these people in here. And then, you know, every time somebody would be like, can I get a discount on this? Or can I get a, you know, special rate for this? And I'd be like, yes. 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 I was like the yes girl, you know, like never telling anyone no. Um, but then after going through the program, I realized like, why? Like I'm literally spinning my wheels, not being. And then when I looked at a printout of how many people are on a discount, I was like, that's almost everybody. I was going to say, what percent? I was like, oh my. Like a hundred. It was like, <laughs> 80, wasn't it like above 60%? It, I, I want to like, say it was like the, in the discounts? 70 to 80. I was like, how are they hmm. happening? like just anywhere from, you know, um, students to, you know, law enforcement to, you know, this and that, but then but those was, are like standard. Right. Discounts. But then it would be like, Oh, you know, I can't quite afford this rate this month. Can I get on this? Yeah, sure. And then we would run like the, you know, a hundred dollars for the next like six months, you know, like if you sign up now kind of a thing, or we'll give you your first three months for, you know, $50 and, you know, and you're constantly running, Facebook ads and specials to get people in the door, but those are the people that are always looking right, for right specials. The after the special. how, much, how much? How much time and effort, money were you spent on Facebook ads? Oh, I spent a couple thousand. Only the year before. That year before, in. I can't remember. I worked with someone, and I spent like at least two grand. Did you? Facebook. Did they and return at all? Nothing. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the point where you start to make these price changes, the biggest thing is the fear factor. Mm-hmm. So. What is it that you, what was, as you're going through that, what shifted? And obviously you're still freaked out when you do it. Oh yeah. But now. You were pretty good about it. I looked calm, but on the inside I had like massive anxiety. I think everybody feels that, you know, like, but how did you go? How does, how was that process for you? And like mentally going through that, like I'm doing it because this is what's, what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people won't make that leap. They won't do it. They'll freak out and they'll be like, no, everybody's going to leave. The gym's going to fold. And then something happens for the people that decide they want to be on the other side of the wall. So what was that for you? I mean, honestly, I mean, it was like sink or swim. Like if that was, yeah, she was like, if people leave, people leave, then they're not meant to be there. Like the people that want to be your gym, that love what we're doing. And she's like, they'll stay. And she's like, I can tell you it's more people than you think. And honestly, we lost what one person one from person i think that's what it one asshole. or two who was it yeah we're bob bob no but in all seriousness that one person what quality member were they before i don't think it, it wasn't to do with the price it was other yeah reasons. it was other, other reasons. reasons yeah honestly. yeah it's always like I mean, it's always leave anyways exactly point. so yeah. we'll just use this as the reason why we're gonna oh, exit you, know. you got rid of the five you changed the 530 to the 515 yeah you never came to that class yeah, Bob, no, like, i was gonna go i was gonna start i was gonna start yeah i was gonna start but it's day. always we always tell people it's like the, the people that leave a are typically significantly discounted mm-hmm. so they're not real members yeah you know or and they're never you know truly buy into it yeah and I mean, I mean, honestly, for me, 
it was going through the process of writing the letter to my members where I was just like, look, I'm not going to overly dramatize this and, you know, tell you all of my business, but this is, this is happening because I need to run a sustainable business in a long run. That's kind of what I put. And I was like, I really believe in the things that we're doing at this gym. And I feel like you guys do too. And I think that a change in price isn't going to change your perspective on whether or not you want to be at the gym, but I would like to not live on food stamps. You know, basically I didn't write that, but that's what I was thinking in the back of my head, you know, and I, of course, worded it in a more eloquent, eloquent way than that. But um, I think people got the gist and were like, yeah, we're down with it. You know? So that's, that's always like one piece. And I think everybody thinks the price change is going to fix everything. Like if that, that's like you typically like a step of many that you mm-hmm. have to work through. What are some of the things that you find yourself spending more time on now that you were spending zero time on before? Again, onboarding, I think has been huge. Um, uh, also, I would say a lot of the, um, client recognition things that we do like Like, making the members feel special you're right the committed club um the referral program has been people are like what i give they really like their uh, birthday cards too yes they love that these are all things nothing crazy it's just we talked about this earlier today you're nothing i'm talking simple simple thing we like love doing it too like it's fun for us but you a didn't have the time to do it previously Mm -hmm. and b that's kind of like what with, with the passion, it's like you have to show up for class, mm-hmm. but the other things that are important as that passion, you know, that candle starts to go out, those little things stop happening. Well, you don't have the emotional equity to spend anymore. No. And, you just, and you just don't have the energy period. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're waking up a four o'clock coaching all the classes and oh, yeah. then going home and, you know, using food stamps to pay for, for food. <laughs> what was the first role you gave up in the gym? It was probably to you. I give up other than coaching. I do like all the birthday cards. Yeah. She does the programming. She puts programming in. Okay. Um, That kind of stuff. I mean, even though it's just little teeny chunks of time made a massive difference, like just, and then hiring on other coaches has like freed up three coaches. Mm -hmm. Five. Yeah, we've five? gone from three to five. Yeah. But do you have any other full full timers or just you? Mm, just me. You'll they all there. have other jobs. Like Amanda right will do one day. Eventually. Well, I mean, the goal is, I mean, she's, you know, has her she's a nutritionist, so she does her precision, you know, through precision nutrition. And then she applied for the CrossFit Health thing. And the whole oh, goal nice. for is, like a, a health coach. She, yeah, oh, that's big awesome. mistake. She mentioned to me. <laughs> we should have put Fern's name. They were like, they were like, she's friends with Ackerman. <laughs> won't put her on the back of the well, Maybe they'll let me edit the application. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, can I change? Can I change, can I change my, change my contact person, please? please? <laughs> <laughs> I have Fern's email. I meant to say, I meant to say Fern. And his phone number. But yeah, so the goal is to eventually have her, at least my goal, and I know it's hers too, um, to be a health coach. Oh, she has a sugar daddy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be a health coach, but to be basically full-time on staff. Yeah. I mean, she's a phenomenal CrossFit coach as well as she's doing great with the nutrition side of things, which I would have never been able to do because I would not have had the time. So the fact that we have that to offer our clients now has been huge. I mean, it's been amazing to see some of the transformations in just the last you've been doing it for what a year now not even that not even it's been crazy yeah remember we launched it with the seminar 
Yeah. You know, that's one thing we talk about, have a little free seminar. Mm -hmm. How many clients did you get right off that? Can't remember. Might have been like a half a dozen. Yeah. But just still, average. Average. For, five, for a box inches. with no nutrition None. coaching, you have six. Yeah. Right and now of- she sits around eight to 10 on a constant yeah. basis. But she over delivers, though. <laughs> she gives too much. She, I, I really feel like she d- still is not charging quite enough for the amount of service that she provides. Right. She either, or she over delivers for what she's asking for. And it's, yeah. Well, listen, she has to go through what you went through. It's a process. <laughs> listen, listen, I got thrown it. into it with, I know. Right? <laughs> what, what, oh. what about, what do you do for yourself now with more time? Me? Yeah. Uh, Other than volunteer, sleep a little bit more. Do you sleep more? I'm trying. Have you given how many of the morning classes are you still coaching? At least two. Yeah, but two is better than five. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, so you've given up some of those morning classes. And the afternoons are a lot better because one of my coaches, she is a um, public school teacher. So she can only do two classes in the afternoon block. So she'll do that two times a week. So that like frees up two evenings where I can go home early and actually get ready for bed and eat early and then in turn get more sleep even if i have to wake up at 4 15 then i'm getting much better rest, yeah that's so. the worst grind when you're like done late yeah get home you still have to yes. eat that was happening almost wake up in like five every hours. day yeah. i was just like it's never ending it's like yeah. a hamster wheel yeah it was about basically about five hours of sleep a night and it was just yeah my whoop was like you're dying literally <laughs> and i was like i know stop telling me my recovery is yeah. in the red at 15 i know she's like, like go to bed and i'm like, like hey I just I know. <laughs> and i'm like let's go train today and i'm like uh, it's like you need to sleep 17 hours, hours tonight what's your goal how many classes would you like to coach in your ideal world um honestly about 10 a week yeah, I think that, that's what most eight, people say. Eight to ten is like eight to ten is like the life. And and I would say sprinkled in at different times. Because oh, yes. my clients miss me. Oh, they get really that five they get a little they get a little salty. When my afternoon has gotten salty, like when I haven't shown up for a few days in a row, and they're like, Oh, you still enjoy coaching us. Oh, and I'm like, oh. see you today. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was telling Cassidy recently, like, I was geez. like, I was like, I don't feel like people miss me at yeah, the gym. That's, okay. that's a good <laughs> and I was like I was yeah. like I'm sad and happy all at the same time. I, I just kind of walk through the gym and just talk shit to people randomly. And, and that's then, always and then I like I just like walk through and then I'm gone. Did somebody see Vern? I'm like Ron, you old bastard, somebody... you look like shit. And I'm, he's like, who said that? I'm somebody like, called gone. me a turd. Who was that? Yeah. Hey, in her free time, she gets to uh, volunteer for the rogue invitational. We're yeah. here for yeah, I mean, you're three here for days. Three days. And yeah. people are totally covering the gym. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. What what about an equipment fee? That went through actually really well. Like it, I mean, I just did it. So I'll I'll yeah. see what kind of fun stuff I get to buy. But no negative response. How many people mm-hmm. opted out? Zero. Ooh. That's pretty yeah. good. Fifty dollars a person? Mm-hmm. Per household. Per household, right. Of course. Yeah. And then the opt out option for the first year. Yeah. And then going forward, new members, it'll be kind of baked into their membership once mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. I put it in the, I actually put it in my transparency sheet. So everybody's exactly aware. where you should put it. Yep. And it. Yeah. And we, it is all in there. Jen just wrote her transparency sheet. And I was telling you rewrote, rewrote. Kind of, yeah. And she had like this dog policy. And you were like, get, get bring it. your dogs in. And I, everyone bring your dogs in. Dogs are allowed as, if, as long as your dog doesn't bark and is well behaved. And I'm like, you're like, it's like, kids. Kids. Dog, yeah, yeah. it's like kids. Like my kid's great. My kid's like, super handsome. Kid yeah. Is an asshole. Yeah. And your dog is an asshole. <laughs> your dog's an asshole. So, so I think, you know, we guess your dog. Why is your dog peeing on the dumbbells? Yeah, your dog needs a full. 
full <laughs> bottle of water for the one class here. Yeah. Do you have any Fiji water for my dog? No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't even drink Fiji water. So we got rid of that. But I mean, three things that I was just conversing with a different client earlier. And like, oh, I'm afraid of the waiver, uh, not the waiver of the contracts. I'm afraid of the equipment fee. Mm-hmm. And it's still like all the self-limiting beliefs that box owners well have. i tell people i'm like there's 52 weeks in a year put a dollar away with a dollar a week just put it in a jar if you don't want to have it come out of it's not way. the money it's it's not yeah. it's not it's just it's all perceived value right like yeah. and we've talked about this before but it's uh it's a it's how you do anything right yeah. so it's not like the agreement or uh it's all about how you do that and again going back mm-hmm. to what we stressed everybody all the time is like just do the simple things well. You don't, mm-hmm. it's none of the stuff is is rocket science, but you can do anything poorly. Yeah. And that's where most of us live, most of our affiliate lives. Is we do it very, very, very poorly because either nobody holds us accountable to do it the right way, to put in a little bit of, uh, you know, of effort, to follow through with the idea mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. And it's like, you know, it's just no, it's no different than training. Like we could make so many analogies to training, which is like spend a little extra time on your air squat. Not a ton, yeah. but like have a virtuous squat and you will probably be fitter as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that's kind of what, what we always preach. And I think that everybody that follows through with that ends up in a way better spot. Mm-hmm. Just like do the simple things. It's not, it's nothing complex. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. It's like, go back and revisit and then do that every year. Go back and revisit the things you just did mm-hmm. and then polish them again. And then you're going to do it the following year. And then 10 years from now, you're going to continue to do that over time. Yeah. Um, I think that's the fun part because you get because at that point, the small refinements begin to have like big ROI. Mm-hmm. And this is when the ball starts to roll. And you're like, oh, that was like a significant impact on the business. And I'm like, yeah, but it was the fifth iteration of that very simple idea. And that's kind of how you got yeah. there. So, so what do you, how many members do you think you're at right now? Uh, I'm just over a hundred. I'd say about 105. Right? That's the, the number you said. Yeah. But if you would have gone to a hundred a year ago, you still could have been failing. Oh, absolutely. So you're at a hundred, 105. What would you say the average rate is? Uh, probably about 135, 140. And what's 40. your, what's your rate on your site? Um, I mean, 12 month is 12 month agreements 150 but we have lots and of then we have lots families. of couples that are at a, so a discounted, discounted of rate. the one they're like at 135 if they're okay. at a 12 so month agreement right so. around that lowest 12 month agreement mm-hmm. which is what you want most people mm-hmm. at what's your retention look like nowadays oh i would i mean well i mean you've netted 35 people in 10 months yeah so probably pretty good yeah i mean it's and and again the people that we've lost i feel like we're kind of one fit in one fit out already. Um, yeah. And ultimately it doesn't matter. You're like, if you're at 65 and you're at, you're up three a month on yeah. average right now. Oh yeah. Coming out of COVID. Yeah. What, what do you think about your owner responsibility? Sustainable? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, and not only are they sustainable, but I feel like I'm going to continue to get better at them. See what I did there for? <laughs> you see what I just said? I don't, wasn't paying attention to you. I took your continuum and I tracked no, all no, three of your that. metrics. No, no, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Ferns. What you what you missed was there's four. So, but anyway, retention. Yeah, you know, it was a good try. Right? He's getting yeah. retention. Yeah. Takes time. Uh, owner responsibilities. ACV. Average client value. Oh, that's right. Average revenue. 
Are you just making up words now? No, we just use we just <laughs> you just literally looped in multiple things. Semantics. Yeah. I'm too late. I'm tired. <laughs> it's definitely not anyway, semantics. Yeah. Anyway, bombshell is fit. Yes. Based on and yes. And I mean, the ultimate goal is to continue building our community. And my long-term goal down the road is to eventually have my own place, whether it's buy my own or rent somewhere that I want to design it the way that I feel like across that space should be designed. Because I mean, what I have right now is it's good, but it could be way better. I feel yeah, like I mean, the layout, et cetera, but yeah, it'd be great. Absolutely. I mean, not only that, but just the facilities for my clients and for my staff. I mean, I'm very limited on like the office slash space that I have, you know, I just, um, I feel like I could eventually down the road offer my clients even more. Um, well, I think you will, because I, and I think it's important that the struggle is there, right? So mm-hmm. going like, I think, you, I think in order to do things really well, I think you have to go through the valleys, right? So the mm-hmm. peaks don't come without the valleys. And I think having to work with a space that's less than ideal mm-hmm. and figure out how to, you know, rearrange it a dozen times mm-hmm. and then, you know, create a, an office out of a closet and then do stuff like that. It, I think it makes you a more savvy business owner. I think it makes you a more resourceful human being. And then I think it makes you way more customer service oriented so that when you do get that space, mm-hmm. it it won't be, be just because you got an awesome space. It'll be because I don't know, I, I built this and I was doing it out of a closet before. And I know exactly how I want this to be. And it'll not only be a nicer space, but it will feel like people are getting the service that they walked in the door for. Because you can walk into a really, you know, polished gym Mm -hmm. and it still suck. Yeah. You know, but Mm -hmm. if you're coming up from the bottom, having gone from hating life, wanting to quit the gym, and then working through that, doing a lot with nothing, doing more with less resources, and then working your way to the top, which is the goal, then you get to keep all of the fun parts of it. Mm -hmm. You get to keep the the love and the passion for the gym. It's just way more fun at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. So going back now to our first phone call, did you think you would be here today? Mm-mm. I mean, after I got off the call with you, I, I looked at her and I was like, that's ah. one sexy man. <laughs> that's one sex bearded man. Is he as tall as me? As he's he tall is. as he looks like. You're, for the record, you're definitely taller than he is. <laughs> it's the hair. It's the hair. Oh, uh, like how he blames it on the hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny. Whole... But I, I did get off the, the call with you, and I looked at her, and I was like, something in my gut tells me this is like the direction I need to go. I'm like, I really feel like this is it. And I was scared. And she was like, sink or swim. Like she literally was like, either pull the trigger or don't. Like either we're gonna close the doors, and it's gonna suck because three years of hard work has gone out of the, you know out the door or you work with these guys and we turned around and I was like, I was like, okay, let's do it. And I think I, I kind of kept hesitating a little bit when like you would touch base with me. And I was like, all right, finally, I think the second time, maybe you touched base with me. I was like, okay, we're doing it. And, and then I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Do you remember? There's a little bit of hesitation. There was, so. I was just, it was, I think it was scary. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're not realizing now, like, you know, you, you had no money. Like, yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was all. How'd you pay for it? I think, um, I think the gym was like doing just good enough where you had where, like that much. Money and then over, I got, I got really lucky over COVID. My landlord postponed my, That's my right. rent mm. and actually took the money I didn't um, pay during COVID, 
rolled it into my next lease, but right. split it over the three years. I got like super. Yeah. Oh, lucky. he amortized it over the yeah. Length so of like yeah, yeah. year one, I was at a price. Now I'm in the second year of my lease, so it yeah. went up a little bit, and then next year it'll go. But but it wasn't like outrageous where I was like, yeah, what? typically like three percent is it would be an annual right. increase. But I did the same thing with my landlord. And I was really we... lucky. My realtor that I originally used, I was like, Jeff, can you help me out? Because I am terrible at this kind of stuff. Because my landlord was like, here, here's a lease. And he threw me my old lease to repeat and resign. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not signing that. I'm like, I need my realtor to look over this. And my realtor's like, no. He's like, I'll talk to him. So he literally worked out all of that with him. And it worked out beautifully, which helped me in turn have the money basically to start with you guys. And then after that, it was just like, okay, now I'm actually seeing things happening. So Yes, this is going to be sustainable over the next, you know. Well, long. you did it. You're yeah. here. Yeah. You what, know, you made the turn. What's the plan for the motorcycle? Come on. What do you I want? Mean, what kind of motorcycle? You want a one wheel? You know, I get you one. Crotch <laughs> rocket or, or no, okay. no? She's a Harley no, girl. No, okay. I mean, I'm a, I'm a like a fat boy. Like, what are we talking about? Cruiser? I mean, okay. I don't know. They've so uh, sports are like for the short people like. <laughs> I don't know. I, the one I sold, I loved. She knows like I was heartbroken when I sold it. I was like, cause it was like, I owned it. It was like the one thing I still owned. living, you know, out of I'm like, if I could live on my bike, I would, <laughs> you know? Um, but I was like, I sold it. Honestly, I sold it to help keep my box open. Yeah. I had to pay bills. I was like, I don't need this bike. I want it. I like it. I enjoy it. Um, and I haven't looked at bikes since then. Cause it just was like, I don't know. This took a little bit of my soul when I sold it. So I need to start looking at bikes again. Cause there's a lot out there now. So yeah, it's, this is the time of year you should buy one, right? It's yeah. winter's probably good pricing. Um, it can be, I mean, you know, Texas, Texas. that is Texas. We don't really have, one. I, I keep giving her the ER horror stories though. I so. know you just got a one wheel. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 20 mile per accident versus yeah. a, so yeah, no, I have malpractice. I have a, a little different. license. And I've never you, bought one for that. You say I have that. a motorcycle license too, and yeah. I'm around my neighborhood. You but. say that yet the guy that the 50 year old guy who broke his hip, but that would be me. My probably ER bills would be higher than what I'm going to pay yeah, for that bike because I don't have health insurance. <laughs> I don't think you should be on a one wheel, and I don't think you should be on a motorcycle. <laughs> Last, let's let's wrap up. You yeah. guys have uh, Louisiana in common. Yes, we do. Go Cajun, the great state. Cajun, the great, Cajuns. the great boot, the cactus. Is that what they were? Uh, no. What? <laughs> what was the thing? Pepper? The Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. Oh, Cayenne on, the like pepper. Yeah. All right. I want to hear you two talk crawfish recipes. I mean, I want to hear, I want to hear what goes into this. What fern I mean, has an from in yeah. Louisiana accent. Oh no! Oh, Don't ask. Can you guys be Cajun? Can you guys do the water boy? Oh, you can do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no! He's too old. I actually do. Old. So, like, she's she's from Lafayette, and I like. So there's a couple of different distinct accents in Louisiana. So, like, yeah, Opel, like like the Opelousas, Metairie. Then you have. They sound and, like they're from almost like they're from Jersey. Right. Honestly, there's like, like a weird little twang to it, yeah. and like Lafayette has a different one. And then if you go north and you start moving towards like Shreveport, they're like from Texas yeah. almost. Yeah, they Shreveport's almost like, have like. But then if you go to like places, uh, you're not going to know any of these places, but like Bro Bridge yep. or it is deep, like really deep. It's like, it was like the what was the the History Channel show? Oh, 
when they had to have subtitles on there, but they're speaking English. But, oh um, man, what was it? The swamp, swamp people? people? The swamp yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. But they were like, just normal people. Yeah, and they were just like rage. Everybody had a piro, and they're just like, "What are they doing?" I'm like, "They're just living life, man." I worked a couple of seminars in Shalimar, the Panhandle, mm-hmm. Florida, Florida. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What language are you guys speaking?" Yeah, because this is not English. Like, can, I can't it gets, understand. Yeah, they're that kind of like deep Cajun. It's, it's got like yeah. a couple weird twangs to it, but it's, it's I I love I, it when I hear it. I'm like, man, that sounds like yeah. home, dude. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're glad you're here. We're glad you did it. It's it's been awesome yeah. to see you and a lot of other gym owners grow and Absolutely. then and grow into the leadership roles and and keep the dream and make it happy. And uh, we're stoked to see you keep going in the future yeah. and get that motorcycle and go um, on a vacation. No motorcycle, but just be happy. <laughs> Now he's changed his. Yeah, no, like, I don't want you to have like, that. Now I don't want you to have it. I'm worried about it. Just get a scooter, a moped, nice Vespa. Yeah. Oh God. And uh, and we hope you guys have fun having a you know not real job at the Rogue Invitational tomorrow. So yeah, it's kind of roaming around. You're like Jay. You have like a not real. Oh yeah, job. we'll yeah. totally be Jay for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, Jay for the weekend. Jay for the day. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, thanks for coming out. It was fun and. Uh, We'll have you on again. Heck yeah. One more year. Next year. Annual. Yeah. Annual, annual visit. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you get that Amanda. motorcycle, we'll have you back on. <laughs> ah, <laughs> sounds good. Deal. Not a Vespa. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.